roll it. You're not going to miss all the wonderful advances that technology gives you unless you actually step away from and kind of just realize that for yourself. Crap, how much time am I wasting doing this? It's not that there should be times when you do nothing. You, what you're doing is letting, you're letting your brain, like, like Eric said, defrag. You're letting your thoughts catch up with the processor, you know? Hello, world. Welcome to the Church Mag Podcast, the official podcast of Church Mag. We are Church Tech with your hosts, Eric Guy, Jeremy Smith, and Phil Schneider. Eric, tell us who made this podcast possible. Thank you, Larry. I would be more than happy to tell you who made this podcast possible. It was Jeremy and Phil and their hard work and dedication to not just Church Mag, but this podcast, as well as the senior staff writers with Church Mag, Chris Wilson and Blessing. We couldn't do any of this without you guys. And uh, also, we couldn't do this without you. Yes, you the one listening to this podcast, you are Church Mag. You are part of this community, and we appreciate you taking a listen and comments that you leave and the encouragement that you bring to all of us. So keep being awesome, and we'll keep recording this little old podcast. Have a great week. Thank you, Eric. Now, let the fun begin. Welcome to another episode of the Church Mag Podcast. Eric Dye here, along with Jeremy Smith, Phil Schneider, and Phil's youngest addition to the family who just fell asleep finally on my chest he just fell you hear that you hear that that's phil petting his baby it's a wonderful thing it's a wonderful you don't have to mute it phil this is this is we keep it real all right you hear we keep it real okay like phil's doing he's he's being an awesome dad looking after the little one there um he loves the podcast. We're just hanging out. It's cool. You ever be like uh, uh, some? I remember being around other young dads, and we're like hanging out, talking, and we're like someone's jostling a baby, someone's doing Phil's thing, where you beat the kids back to death, and they just love it. And the moms are like, "Don't pat him until so hard," you know. And you're like, "Oh, but the baby likes it," and all that's going on, and you're talking, and good times, good times. Anyway, um, so babies, you know, they're always with us. Then they grow up and they become independent, and then. You know, they're out on their own, right? Um, but there's one thing that doesn't ever seem to grow up and go out on its own, and that is technology. It is always around us, always with us, and it never turns itself off. It's always there. Always there, right? staring at us. It's interesting. Before we started the podcast, we were talking about sleep apnea, and Phil's like, you know, guys, you know, two hours before you go to bed, you should turn, you shouldn't have any screen time, any screen, any screen time. <laughs> That's funny, considering Phil has a little one there. Um, any screen time before you go to bed, you know, your your smartphone or computer screen because of the blue light. Um, you know, and it's so easy to discount that, right? Because you want to be on your screen, like, to the very, to the very end. Um, but those things have an effect. We have science, scientific data that backs it up and says, hey, this is, this is something, um, there are solutions to handle that. Uh, it clearly uh, affects people's sleep patterns but what do we do we just kind of keep rolling and ignoring it i know i do do you jeremy <laughs> you do don't you <laughs> we are guilty what about you phil you talk it but you walk it man i bet you walk it i don't walk it very well <laughs> suddenly the paper white seeming like see, is is seeming like a great a uh, great idea you know you can read those ebooks without that well uh, you know, there's that new um, that, remember that light phone that came out a few years ago. Uh, it, was, it was just like a phone. All you do is call on it. I think um, there's light phone two coming out. It's like two, it's Kickstarter, 250 bucks. And if you got a phone, 
um, text messaging, and there might be a playlist function or a maps function. They're not sure yet, and that's it. And I'm like, I kind of want to buy that phone because my phone means too much to me. Uh, I'm on it way too much. And if I could have that light phone, which is just literally a phone, uh, it might be awesome. But then again, I do so much like actual work on my phone when I'm out about. I can update websites and other stuff when I, on the go if I have to. It, it's a real challenge. Yeah, but there is. But I will say that while that sounds good, you know, you can update websites and keep up with work and stuff on the go. At the same time, it eliminates any kind of randomness or even um, headspace for your own thoughts. Like you're walking and you can think. That's right? true. I remember that in Italy, walking to the store. Like you're walking and you, it's just you and your feet in the hitting the pavement, and you just have your thoughts and you're looking around and you might say hi to somebody and you're just you're just thinking, right? You're just walking and you're thinking and it feels very healthy and you're not constantly trying to cram it all in consider how much smarter we would all be if we weren't constantly being inundated with with uh with media or constantly being flooded with more tasks to accomplish on the go well i don't know if we necessarily be smarter or not because i think they say that academically we're smarter now but we would definitely be less stressed because we'd be less on all the time but sure. maybe smarter is a bad word jimmy how about yeah. more um uh, intellectually freed up yeah oh yeah 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 yeah, I mean, one, one of the big things that your mind has to do is have that time to process, that time to be able to um, kind of connect all the different dots. And if all you're doing is consuming, if all you're doing is reading or listening to things, if you're on Netflix constantly, you're doing the YouTube, <sighs> Google Music. <laughs> Sorry, I thought I was muted. I was sighing at my daughter. Okay, you were sighing at me again. <laughs> He's like, oh my gosh! Like he like turns Netflix off. No, sorry. Burp the baby. Watch Netflix and do the podcast at the same time. Fine, Jeremy. Jeremy, I'll turn it off. Please start over, Jeremy. Please start over. (laughs) No, I I think that the fact that you can have that time for yourself, that ability to um, connect the dots, is really important. I mean, they always say that you have your best ideas in the shower, right? It's because you're doing a very mundane thing. You are allowing your brain to wander. that being said, there is something to be said for having shared conversations and having a lot of social interaction, having ideas kind of build up, but that's simply because you're allowing yourself to kind of sit back. So I wouldn't necessarily say doing nothing is the solution um, mm-hmm. because whenever you can kind of listen to podcasts or um, reading a book, there is something to be said for that. Yeah, definitely value to it. Definitely. When you sit there and turn your brain off and just kind of like go into autopilot mode, which I'm very easy to do for myself, at least a lot of problems. Yeah. I, I always, that that's one thing that I enjoy about cooking or, or doing those kind of things is it gives the brain a time to defrag. In fact, there in the summer when I can cut the grass, I, I, I get so much more thinking done because the whole time I'm, I'm mowing, I'm thinking about other things. And th- that's when a lot of ideas are, are create are created or started when I'm doing those kind of tasks. Um, so, yeah, there's definitely more value in that. And I, I think there's also the the secret looming monster of the time suck. Um, there for a while, I was like, I get up, have coffee, and I'm like going through my news feeds and stuff. And real, I realized one day, I'm like, crap, how much time am I wasting doing this? Like, I need to mindfully turn my phone, like not have my phone, like just 
have my morning coffee and move on with the day and not just sit there and get lost in that stupid auto scroll. I mean, how many times do we have that issue with um, church mag as far as like blogging? People constantly will say, um, I just don't have enough time. And, you know, my feedback on that is, sure, you do. You have enough time. You just choose not to actually do the blogging for it. You choose not to. And this sounds really harsh. And I realize it sounds harsh, but it's kind of true is you're choosing not to make um, an investment in that process. Now, do you feel, do you, would you rather make an investment in your child as opposed to church? Mike? Of course, because that's important to you, but um, that's difficult period, whoever you are, whatever your values are, but coming off and saying, eh, I don't have the time to do it is really difficult because it's just not true. Well, I, I, let's, let's go back to what you said a minute ago. You know, you said that there's times when you should listen to a podcast or your book. Absolutely. But I think that, it's not that there should be times when you do nothing. You, what you're doing is letting, you're letting your brain, like, like Eric said, defrag. You're letting your thoughts catch up with um, the rest of you. Like you're letting your thoughts catch up with the processor, you know? Um, and if you thought about it, Jeremy, like we're, we're, we're taking in like probably 10 times the media we, our, our, our parents took in at our age. And, um, you know? Oh, Interesting. Interesting. You know, I was talking with a coworker and they were talking about their their older kids that are they're young adults and they use Snapchat a lot and they'll you know, she was talking about how they're they're Snapchat this and Snapchat that and she's she's on it enough for her kids to send her snaps, right? And she she gets anxiety before she opens the app because she wants to be ready to pause the snap. So she can take a screenshot of every snap because she wants to be able to, she's like, they write such witty things and I want to read them and enjoy them and understand what they're saying. Or they have a picture and I want to zoom in and I want to, I want to take it in like what's going on and, and who's that in the background. And she wants to take it all in. And Snapchat is so fast that she likes to screenshot every single snap so that she can take her time. Otherwise she just has this like heavy, heavy anxiety looking through it because she's afraid she's going to miss something. And what I find interesting about that, uh, she's about uh, five or ten years, well, probably more like ten, ten years, um, my senior. And it's just interesting to see her perspective of consuming media uh, to her kids, like the contrast. To them, it's like create, 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 create. And she's like, whoa, whoa, I, I have to absorb all of this. I mean, um, and then I jokingly said, you know, remembering when, when my oldest kids were babies, remembering you take photos and then – you go and you have them developed, and then it was like it was like this kind of magical, cool thing where weeks later you'd go pick them up right from the from the photo place, and then you would like go through them. You're like, oh, remember that? Like you never you didn't know how that po- photo was going to turn out. You didn't know. Like you took it weeks ago, and now you get to experience and you get to know what photos turned out. It was like a completely different process of really absorbing media, and and media and content has really uh, lowered in value because it can be created so much easily, and we're processing it so much faster because of that. It seems. Someone also say that because media is so available, that our appreciation for it has ex- mm-hmm. increased extremely. Yes, that's true too. Absolutely. Absolutely. In, in, in fact, um, it, it's interesting. There for several weeks, I stopped using Instagram because <laughs> I, I lost a photo. I, I doing a photo series of things, and I, I lost a photo because I had to redo my phone. And I was like, well, I'll find that photo and then get it added, and then I'll jump back in. And then I didn't, and then I felt like I was behind on people that I follow and liking them, and the algorithm's all weird in Instagram. It's like not in order. And I basically painted myself in a corner, and I was absent for 
almost two months on Instagram because I just like froze up like that. (laughs) It sounds so old man when I say it out loud. Um, but that's, is it FOMO? Like the, I guess, the missing I, I out guess, on the process? or not like, you know, not liking someone's that I would want to like. I don't know what it was. I don't honestly don't know what it was. Um, and I find that if I spend too much time looking through my Instagram, then I usually have to go to who I follow and pair that back because, um, I don't want to lose, I don't want to lose too much time in it as well. Um, certainly all, all things to consider. And, you know, with things like, auto scroll and Facebook and everything else, it's easy to just mistakenly suck that, that time away, you know, and, and, and waste, waste valuable time. I hundred percent agree. So what happens when, when we consciously uncouple from the, the, the digital suck machine? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think, and everyone around us thinks we're weirdos. Yeah, that, that can happen. Um, we get that a little bit because there's some in my family that refuse to be on Facebook anymore. Hats off to them. Um, cause every day, like literally every time I ever leave a comment on Facebook, something happens and I regret it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, if you stop swearing so much, Eric, we're not a problem. It's with true. That. I shouldn't say things like, and things like, cause it's just not, it's not, it's just not good. It's not edifying brother. No, it's not. It's not. Um, so only you guys knew what he really did just say. <laughs> We're not there. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Um, it's true. Um, I, but I, I think that that's, that's the, the first key in all of this is being mindful of, uh, of the media that you consume, being mindful about it, being mindful of your time. I know that um, from a work point of view, I started, um, one thing I have to do for my day job is track my time on everything that I do. Um, it has to do with, with how we operate and it's very important that we keep track of that because we need to know how long certain clients, uh, have our services, right? So it's fundamentally a billing issue, right? And, um, so I thought, you know what, I should start doing that with my other stuff that I do on the computer. And I started doing that and it has been great because if I'm feeling tired in the week, I can actually look and see what kind of tired, what kind of tired is it? Like, is it just it's late or I didn't eat well or I need to kind of suck it up and push through, push through it a little bit? Or is it because I've actually worked um, way too many extra hours? Like I can actually see, see how I'm spending my time. And that is so liberating if you know how you spend your time. And that's what kind of began to open my eyes to um, my, my morning scroll taking too long, right? And realizing that I need to regulate that time to places that make sense, like the exercise bike. Do you, do you do that too with your treadmill, Jeremy? Well, I mean, I did. <laughs> you say that very pointedly <laughs> at me. Um, oh, I literally have. He, whoa, he's calling him out on the podcast. Very much so. No, oh. I didn't mean to. I just remember seeing an Instagram. You're <laughs> going back. You're calling me out. So I actually I'm not purchased a thing that's for like a desk or for a countertop or something that's like right. that's where you can put your laptop on it and it's kind of like a secondary mm-hmm. device. Um, but then I, and so it like um, clamps onto the edge of the desk and then you can put your laptop on it and kind of let it sit there off to the side. But I did that to my um, treadmill. So I put this clamp onto the treadmill and have my laptop sitting there. So while I'm walking, I could be able to blog if I wanted to. I've actually written four different blog articles um, in the last two weeks from that uh, treadmill. I bet they're good blog posts too because you're walking. I bet it. I bet it. I bet it helps. I don't know, a lot of those, a lot of run-on sentences. 
<laughs> oh, that's true. Zing. Um, I, I, well, I, I have the stationary bike, <clears throat> and uh, I use the, what I think it's supposed to be a water bottle. No, it's too flat for I don't know. It has some thing that you can slide. I don't know. My phone fits in there. That's all that I care about. I can put my phone in there, and I'm able to do the endless scroll. But it's on my exercise bike for the time that I have allotted to do that every day. And, um, yeah, I, I'll save it up. I might be tempted to, to start scrolling at other points of the day. I'm like, no, no, I want to save it because there's nothing worse than, like, writing, and you're, like, 20 minutes in, and you're, like, I've... I've scrolled these things before. <laughs> so that's, that's nice. So I'm able to do two things. Like, um, I want to be able to, I, I want to take that time to look through my newsfeed. Cause I, I find it interesting. You know, I, you see some interesting things that you want to read about and, um, that does have some value in it, but then to mix it with something that I'm not as motivated to do. Like, I mean, you know, who want, who really says, oh, I can't wait to ride my exercise bike. Like no one says that. If you say that, then you're one of those people. Um, but it gives me kind of like a, a literal carrot on the stationary bike is my phone <laughs> news feed. But it works, right? So so I guess sometimes it isn't about saying no. It's not about like turning the device off as much as it is sometimes about getting that tech to work for you. No, you're fine. I, I like what I'm hearing, though, that both you're taking control of your your digital usage. You're, because I feel like what's happening is we've got a lot of unconscious use going on and when we're thoughtlessly consuming media, our devices are thoughtlessly consuming us. Uh, or I should say are thoughtfully, because like, our devices are designed to be addictive. And so if you can create a particular time of the day to use your device and can stick to, those, to that sectioned off time, you're actually in a much healthier place because mm-hmm. you're controlling the device. It's true. It's true. Yeah, someone from work said something about, oh, no, I'm accessing Netflix from from my computer. And then everyone was like, no, no, don't do that. Don't do that. That's a slippery slope. because you're inviting you're inviting that that space you're inviting that that netflix space into your workspace and that could be you know you know a tempting attempting thing to do you know um i i know there's some youtube channels that i like to follow but i i save those to consume while i'm doing doing tasks that don't require uh creative thought so that i can you know those mind-numbing tasks uh to consume those sure I do that at work as well, um, which I'm thankfully allowed permission to do this, where I can, in between clients, I have some paperwork I need to do. There'll be times where I'll just kind of put on some background noise, or I will intentionally watch like a five, 10 minute thing, which is a great YouTube thing because you got five, 10 minute video stuff where I'll just sit and I'll watch that and I will have a laugh. I will um, kind of have a thought provoking moment, but I'm not kind of doing at least with the counseling stuff. I'm not doing all that counseling type right, things right. in that moment. And I'm actually surprised, Jeremy, how many YouTube videos don't actually require you to watch them. When you start, when you start doing that, you're like, I, this, this could just be a podcast because they're not really showing anything <laughs> that I need to see. So interesting. And that was something we've talked about as a family. Um, uh, it, it's kind of our, th- you know, like all families, you go in phases. And one of our current phases, we have a shared Minecraft world that we all log into on, on my computer. They, everyone has their own device. And so all our, our whole family shares a world, right? And we hang out there and we, we, we do our things independently. And sometimes we're like, hey, come look. And we go and look and people are talking around the house, you know, oh, I'm going to trade you for this. And it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a nice family time that we have. And um, 
uh, somebody brought up here like, hey, we should listen to a book on tape while we do this. So now we're talking about possibly listening to a book on tape while we do that, which would be kind of cool. So we're all listening to the same book while doing that together. And so, um, you know, again, though, the key and, and now that you brought this up, Phil, and, and maybe this really is the key and the thread, the common thread here, and that is taking control of the media, right? Taking control of it, being mindful of it and, and using it um, on your terms instead of it you know, being kind of that, uh, the mindless TV box that's always on in the background. Because, because that's what I think a lot of folks think of it as it's, it's a mindless, it's like, Oh, my parents used to watch TV. Using my phone's no different. It is different. TV was designed to sell the uh, devices are, to, are designed now to consume. Interesting. Well, yeah, I mean the whole TV in the background thing, uh, a lot of it did turn into kind of like the radio in the background. I definitely see a lot more, um, you know the difference is the di- I think the the big difference is that 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 television and radio are are cool mediums. Um, reading is a is a hot medium, um, and and the temperature has to do with how much of your your senses and how much of your brain uh, it must must engage it right so television radio film these are passive mediums they can go in the background you sit back you literally put your brain in park and consume it right reading is more it's engaged right there's comprehension going on you're using it requires more attention and 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 social media is an interesting mix of those two but one thing that it does require while it might not require a lot of thought believe me it must not take a lot of thought i've seen the memes online the rumors are true but what it does is it does capture our full attention. Like there's no looking around. You know, there's no it's in the background. It's the only thing in your face. I mean, even tonight my wife was trying to talk to me. She's like, are you listening? I'm like, I'm sorry. I put the phone down. You know, look at her. Sorry. Go ahead. Start again. You know? <laughs> and all of a sudden, Eric's considering supporting the light phone to on Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> right. We all do it. We do it to each other. But uh, yeah, being mindful. And I think that then you can have a greater appreciation for tech, even when you do that. I think you can have a greater, sure, you can have a greater appreciation for others that you can have a greater appreciation for life around you. Hopefully, you have a greater appreciation for your faith and your marriage and being a parent. But the, the tech aspect of it as well is um, you're not going to miss social media unless you're away from social media. You're not going to miss um, all the wonderful advances that technology gives you unless you actually step away from and kind of just realize that Mm -hmm. for yourself. Yeah. Yeah, It's kind of like last week's podcast when Katie was talking about Facebook groups, right? That's a great example of using technology for yourself, right? Not using Facebook as a means to, you know, drown your head in the current drama and politics and get it, get all worked up about that. No, it was using it as a tool to bring people together um, you know, face to face in your community, or bringing together like-minded people that had similar interests to go and do something else, right? Not just to consume, but to create and enjoy one another's company and to interact and be humans together. Um, so, so yeah, an- another good example of that of of use being intentional about it, um, as well as as making making life better. I mean, it has that potential, right? It's it's a double edged sword. It can either make things better or worse, and we want to make sure we're we're using the right edge of that thing. Yep. And I think it's constant. I mean, mindfulness is a counseling technique that I love, um, but it requires constant, constant readdressing. Like you can be mindful and mindful and mindful, and all of a sudden you've zoned out because you're trying to be mindful and you stop being mindful in the sense of being mindful. You have to really, you have to just constantly visit, revisit, revisit and 
takes a lot of effort. Yeah, and if you notice it once and you really want to kind of grab this thing by the horns, you know, set yourself up reminders or calendar things. Like every so many months, uh, curate your Instagram followers, right? In the in in with the goal being revisiting it, so that when you're when you're previewing your feed, your Instagram feed, if that's what you're doing, um, it takes. It, it, it doesn't take longer and longer because for every new person you add is the longer it's going to take to go through it every day. Right. And so, you know, making regular checks on that. Right. Or, or like I've, what I, what I try to do with, with doing my, my news and views and whatnot, um, while I'm riding my exercise bike, like setting aside specific times and only doing it at those times. Right. And making conscience conscious decisions on, on what you're doing, when you're doing and how you're doing it, you know, um, or uh, I've done this, um, during the day, like I try to consciously never have my phone in the bathroom. Don't act like you don't take it in there and use it. Okay, people? I hate it when people act like they don't do that. Everybody does it. That's why you don't borrow people's phones because it's been in there with them. Okay? So I consciously don't take it with me so that I don't take longer than I ought to. No, that's a good point. It's a good point because I do that. It's keeping it real it's well i mean like okay my dad used to take a newspaper in there you know what i'm saying and there's something to be said for is the simplicity of, <laughs> of that space but 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 like you can read a newspaper and get your business done and be out in 10 minutes but the phone just just this is this is gross i can't even, <laughs> but 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 the end the end the scroll you're yeah you're you're infinitely scrolling forever and it sucks you in but again again we find ourselves as we talk about these things being mindful of it and taking control and taking charge and and creating some healthy boundaries with our technology and i think as as church technologists church techs whatever the whatever the heck a label you want to put on us i think if anyone should be leading the charge and be leading this discussion it ought to be us those that really enjoy technology who who really embrace it who are always looking forward to in the same breath say be responsible send us an email subscribe and search for previous episodes of the church mag podcast by visiting church mag online you'll find a link on our main menu go to churchm.ag that's church mag and while you're visiting church mag send us a message and be sure to subscribe to the church mag podcast so you can receive an early release of the new show every friday we don't do that for just anyone is, is avatars on you're, he's avataring mm-hmm. Whew, she's digging the burp action well she no she's like just to calm down she was calm on the phone with my pastor for 25 minutes she just finished a bottle i laid her down just to go pee so i could call you guys and she freaked out I thought, okay i'll make a bottle mm. didn't want that okay so now i'm patting her she doesn't really want that either she yeah. she doesn't there want you is. to pee she just okay. doesn't want you to pee no she hates urination she hates when she does it she hates when i do it she's no fan of urine <laughs> The Church Mag Podcast is proudly hosted on buzzsprout.com. 